yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Stop crying poser. Greatest podcast known to man as voted by Morgan Freeman, William Sadler, Clancy Brown, Gil Bellows, and James Whitmore. They've all said this is the greatest podcast known to man. Shout out to Rollfast Joe, Scoodles, Mr. Defo. Day Day, Mob and Waffle, Guy Just Keith Skates, Late Bloomer Infamy, Spider-Man, the real life Spider-Man is here. I think I need to fix my lighting because I look too white. Uh, big news today. Oh yeah, we do this podcast every single Friday right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. We usually do this around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. It is 3.57, which means we're, what, 27 minutes late? Not so bad. Very excited to get this podcast over with because me and my friend Nick are going to go eat Greek food. Oh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna cover me in tzatziki sauce, whatever that is. I don't speak Greek. Hopefully it's not cum. But you never know. You know some, some people's cultures, you know, you got to embrace it. Uh, big news today. We've been talking about this Jankum article for the past two weeks. I went out and got photos for it, did like an hour long interview, did follow up interview. And without telling me the article went live today, I've yet to read it. So after the podcast, I'll be checking that out. So if you're watching this live on Twitch, uh, you can join me as we read it together. I would read it here on the podcast, but you guys can find that shit on your own time. It's exciting, though. It makes me feel like I matter again. Um, not that I don't matter. I just mean, like, in the realm of skateboarding. It's nice to be like, oh, fuck. They still care. I did notice on the uh, headline, though, is they called me Black Ninja again. And I guess that's fine. I've I've tried to rebrand from Black Ninja to Ninja Lifestyle, and I've... I've been doing this for like 10 years now, 12 years trying to rebrand, and they, the Black Ninja name keeps coming back. It's uh, There's no like racial undertone there either. It's mainly because of like search engine optimization. Like if you typed in Black Ninja, you would never get anything related to skateboarding. You'd get something related to, to black people, something related to ninjas. Then you'd get something related to gaming for Ninja. And then there's an old viral video called Black Ninja where this guy has nunchucks and does a backflip and knocks himself out. You get all those and you get no skateboarding. So Ninja Lifestyle was a great rebrand. Although it seems at this point that it's still not catching on. But whatever. Maybe maybe the article addresses that. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have a really bad memory. I've always had a bad memory. And I don't remember a word of what we talked about. Except for, uh, well, he did keep saying, like, are you going to try and rebrand and do something else? And I was like, I mean, I kind of am. I kind of am rebranding right now on YouTube. I'm doing, like, cooking videos. We're doing reviews. We're doing skate spot locations. We're doing, like, like hate hate pieces, like, hate commentary on the Steve Hates Skating channel. Which, by the way, that channel just came out with a video about Jaws today. I thought I'd get a lot more heat. I briefly checked the comments earlier today, and I didn't get any hate for hating on Jaws. I feel like that's that's gonna be maybe the, the goal for this summer is all the low-hanging fruit, I guess we could say. All the people that no one would ever hate on, those are like the main targets, because that's gonna make people cry the most. 
that's going to make people want to comment and want to argue. So you think like I'll do a whole piece probably next month or or later in this month about how Shane O'Neill actually really sucks and he's really sloppy. Like obviously that's wrong, but that seems to be the new trend in online shit is just being so wrong that people feel the need to correct you. And we see that a lot in cooking videos too now. People will cook something that's absolutely disgusting on TikTok or on YouTube Shorts or whatever. And they do that just so people will go on there and say, why would you ever make this? You know, like mayonnaise noodles and shit. And you're like, why would anyone make this? And they feed it to somebody and go, oh, that's good. You should try it at, at your own home. They do the same thing for the viral videos of like, how to clean a red wine out of a carpet. Well, first you got to get some dog shit, rub dog shit on it. Then take the back of your palm and then rub that on there. Take some Windex, squirt it with Windex, and then grab a straw and suck out all the wine and poop and it'll be white. And then you have all these stupid ass TikTok generation kids shitting on the floor, trying to prove to their parents that they know that they're right. And then everyone in the comments is going, there's no way this is going to work. And then the other comments are like trolls going, my son tried this. He just ate his own shit off the ground. What the hell is going on with TikTok? That's the new thing. So we're going to try to, we're going to try to translate that into Steve hates skating. So if you see some video titles that don't seem logical, now you know why. What am I holding in my hands? These are Ninja Lifestyle stickers. We give away a sticker pack here on this podcast every single week. I don't think they do that on Joe Rogan. Oh, no. Everyone loves the Joe Rogan podcast. Everybody likes all these other podcasts. Do they give away free stickers every single week? No. They hate you. They hate their viewers. Not me. I like my viewers. I think they're all cool. Handsome. If they're chicks, they're beautiful. If they're dudes, they're handsome. If they don't know what they are... Then they're, then, then they're something. They're, they're something in the middle. Tell you what, all I'm saying is we appreciate the viewers enough to give away free shit. All you have to do is answer a trivia question correctly. And this is a classic one. I feel like I've been overusing the word classic lately. <sighs> you ever get stuck on a word? Remember that kid who says, uh, but he's like, actually, what is what is that kid on YouTube? Where he's like, well, actually, well, actually, well, actually, well, actually. But it's not actually. He says another word. I've never been on television before. Well, actually, I've I've never been on. Does anyone remember what that kid's talking about? Anyways, the question is, who directed the 1994 American drama film called The Shawshank Redemption? Who is the director of that movie? It's based on the 1982 Stephen King novella, Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. The film tells the story of Andy Dufresne, Andy Dufresne, who is sentenced to life in a Shawshank state penitentiary for the murders of his wife and her lover, despite his claims of innocence. Wow. All right. Apparently, it was the apparently kid. Thank you, Paul. Apparently, apparently the answer is apparently Tom Hanks is incorrect. He did not direct it. Steven Spielberg was a close guess. Day Day said Frank, but it's not. <laughs> it ain't just Frank. It ain't no Frank's hot sauce. 
Scoodle says Frank Darabont. Scoodles 360, you are the first one on my screen. So after the podcast, send me a DM with your information, and I will get these stickers to you um, as soon as I can. Probably not that soon. Some people have been known to wait for months. Speaking of sending out stickers, I got some stamps the other day. I got some skateboarding stamps. You guys know I send out these via just a regular little envelope. And uh, it's always good to have stamps. I also pay some of my bills still with uh, regular mail. I don't know why that is. The person who comes to my house every month and sprays for bugs, they don't have a website. So I have to send them via mail. Also... I've been known to send a text message via the United States Postal Service here and there. You send a little a little sext, sexting message, I don't need my phone. All I need is the Pony Express. It'll, it, it, her, her vagina will tingle in about four to five business days. Anyways, what else has been going on in my life? Um, this week, we uploaded a lot of extra videos. I shouldn't say a lot of extra videos. It was just slightly more work for me. People are very appreciative now. Uh, I've been reading in the comments, and that makes me happy. But it didn't take that much more effort, so that's kind of what I want to talk about here. I tend to overthink everything uh, when it comes to what's going to be successful on YouTube, and uh, I get really stressed out if I have like a deadline coming. I've talked to you guys about that before. So this week, I simply wanted to make one extra video because I couldn't skate. I ended up making two extra videos. And then one of the videos, instead of being a, you know an eight-minute video, I made it a 29-minute video. So Thursday, there's a 29-minute ninja review. Friday, today, there's another ninja review. We reviewed Skate Mafia. Tomorrow is regular ninja review. And then, of course, we have podcast today, which comes out on Sunday. And then I also uploaded a Jaws video on Steve Hates Skating. It's been a very like productive week. Uh, a little bit, a little bit stressful. I think. We're going to do the same thing next week. We're going to try and upload a really long video. Or for me, you know, 29 minutes of nonstop talking. On the podcast, it's one thing. Because I'm going from one topic to another topic to another topic to another topic. And when I run out of topics, it's all over. But as far as trying to do that in a skate video review format, I got to really keep it going. Because number one, I'm listening to this video on mute. So I just got to keep it going. Come up with new topics. Come up with new ideas. And... I know what a lot of people do, right? A lot of people fall into this habit of when they're watching a skate video and they're being filmed, like, you know, typical review video, they fall into this trap of just saying out loud every trick name. There's a kickflip, nice backside flip, grinded down the rail, backside no slide, frontside flip, 360 kickflip. Well, that video was good. And obviously, I take a lot of pride in my commentary style. I try to add in... Ah, maybe this maybe this kickflip reminded me of something. Oh, look at this terrible skate spot. Look how bad the roll-up is. Oh, look in the background. Why is this guy wearing pink pants? And I try to do little things like that. But uh, it's it's not easy, but it's not hard. But I think I can pull it off, and I think I'll get better and better at it. As long as you do longer shit. Also, when I'm doing Ninja Review, I have, you know, the, the luxury of being able to turn the whole thing off. I can go, this is awful. Turn it off. If I'm watching a Thrasher video... Obviously, I have that ability, but that's almost like me bitching out. That's almost like me running away from a challenge. So for that, we're going to try to keep that going with um, with the longer videos. And to be honest, it's easier for me to do. Um, I don't mean as far as like 
the actual commentary. I mean, editing editing a video of that length is no different than editing a 10-minute video. You know, I, I do all the talking. Everything's generally in in one take. So it's not like I have to cut everything the way that I have to do this podcast. Because every time I have to take a breath or I have to take a shit or a piss or start coughing or if the dog starts barking, I have to pause the podcast. I have to write it down in my notes where I paused it. I have to edit it later. So all I'm saying is for me to do longer videos isn't that much more work. So basically I'm talking myself into saying why not? Why not do that more often? Also, I'm wondering if the video length is what's affecting the algorithm. Like we know. We know that I'm shadow banned, right? People's subscribe buttons are disappearing. People's comments are getting hidden. People are getting unsubscribed despite them not clicking unsubscribe. The bell button has disappeared on some people's like um on their platform so like i get it everything is against me but we still get one or two thousand views per video which is terrible for how many subs i have but it's that means that some people are still getting the videos somehow so i still have this optimism like okay if, if i change the format make it longer maybe one more upload every week maybe it'll throw me back in the mix but also i've been noticing we stream uh youtube videos on sunday monday tuesday and Thursdays here on Twitch, we stream just watching videos. So I kind of get a firsthand look at how the algorithm's gonna work on the recommended page. And what I'm noticing and what's been really annoying is that it will pick its favorite 10 videos and I will scroll down and it will re-show me those 10 videos and I will scroll down and it will then loop, it will loop the recommendations to where I'm never even allowed to find anything new. So I'm wondering if, Maybe that's what's affecting me. People might be, you know, following skateboarding as a genre and all they get is Dern Brothers, Dern Brothers, Dern Brothers, Dern Brothers, Dern Brothers. And they say, I've already watched that video. I've already watched that Dern Brothers video. I've already watched that Gifted Hater video. I've already watched that Garrett Jenner video. I've already watched that John Hill video. Why do they keep sending it to me over and over and over again when they have the opportunity to send you a Ninja Lifestyle video that you might click? The thing that annoys me about this is... YouTube is essentially ignoring the like ignoring the viewer. The viewer is tell every if if the viewer skips the thumbnail three times, that should tell the algorithm that the viewer is not interested in that thumbnail. But the way YouTube works is it continues pushing it and it continues pushing it and it con- continues pushing it, and it it doesn't seem functional, man. It, it really does seem just broken. So whatever, that's just what's going on. With YouTube, just in case anyone was curious, I was on Twitch the other day, uh, yesterday, and I noticed, well, a couple of things. Gambling on Twitch has been severely, like, uh, I, like held back, right? They don't want as much gambling as used to be on the, on the site, so I, I could be wrong, but I think that they have banned mobile gambling, so that would be, like, playing slots on the computer, well, the gambling genre has is still wildly popular here on Twitch. But half of the country doesn't have access to gambling. I have gambling everywhere I go. At the grocery store, at the airport, at the liquor store, at some fast food places, at every bar. So I could do a gambling stream, and these streams all have thousands of viewers. So I think what we're going to try to do is one of these days... 
We're going to try to do at least like a two-hour gambling stream, d depending on how much money I end up having. And uh, we'll see if we gain a bunch of followers and viewers. I think it'd be a cool idea. Obviously, I'm not, as far as content creation goes, I'm the type of guy that's like, I'll throw out bait everywhere. You know, we'll try this. We'll try that. We'll try that. We'll try that. I mean, really, that's how... That's how Ninja Shirts popped off. That's how Ninja Lifestyle popped off. That's how Vegas Skating got going. That's how Cake Muscle got going. You know, you got to try all these ideas a million times and fail. And then to get one or two that that works great. So um, so I think that might be something we try next week or maybe even as early as like Sunday. Also, I think it would be funny if, um, if we could... <laughs> I could do like my grocery shopping. I could have the GoPro, or not the GoPro, my, my phone, my actual phone sitting right here. I can get like some groceries, right? Then go sit at the machine and you guys can really see like, oh, it's it's that easy. So that's, uh, I don't know, that's that's a possibility, I guess. Not a lot of topics today, guys. Um, I looked at prices for TwitchCon. I feel like we're doing a lot of talking about Twitch and not so much talking about skating today. We did, uh, I looked up the prices of TwitchCon for one day, it's $150. To go to the three-day convention, it's like $300. Now, let's be serious. I was never going to go. I was never going to go, right? It doesn't sound fun. I have to pay money to be surrounded by nerds. I, they have whole bars dedicated to nerdy people. I could just go to those nerd spots. Also, not to be rude... I just talked about me having a camera on me going to gamble. I would do that alone. I don't want to be around people. And I don't want people to be around me, right? I don't ever want to be around somebody vlogging. Like if they're over vlogging, I don't want to be next to you. I don't want to be, you know, outside of like Andy Schrock doing it or, or, or John Hill. And that's like really quick vlogging, right? It's not live. They just go, Hey, uh, this is literally what Andy would do. He's like, Ninja, uh, I'm about to say something weird to the camera. And I go, okay. And I turn around, I look at the camera, I smile, and he goes, we're in Las Vegas! Ah, we got Ninja over there. Hi, guys. We got Casey Begler, and oh my god, look at that tree! Oh my god, it's a tree! And I go, uh, okay, that's interesting. So in the Andy Schrock example, it's kind of like, it's not an all-day thing. He says one funny thing, and then turns the camera off, and then we go back to saying, like, oh, what do you want to eat later? I, I don't fucking know. But to be around somebody vlogging the whole time with, with their camera making weird noises. Also, have you guys seen this NPC shit on TikTok? Where it's just people that are just like, they're filming themselves on like their phone and they're just going, nom, 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 brrr, 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 And you're like, what is this shit? And it turns out like every time they go brrr, someone sends them like a dollar. What is this fuck shit? I tried to watch it. I didn't understand it. If you type in TikTok NPC like challenge or, or it's not a challenge. What would it be like? Trend, I guess. NPC trend. And then they're like, like, uh, like balloons will pop on the screen and they go. Pop, 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 and you're like, what the fuck is it? You're just making noises. So they're pretending that they're AI. And I guess it's a. I guess it's a big thing. I saw an article today. One chick said she was making $7,000 a day making those noises. So uh, I already uninstalled TikTok, but then I thought to myself, dude, I could do this. And mine would just be like, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> this is dumb. I am stupid. 
This is dumb. I thought that'd be funny, but I don't think it would catch on. I think I think the boomer sense of humor doesn't really uh doesn't translate on TikTok. <laughs> Just sitting there by the end by the end of it, I've said I'm stupid. I've said that five hundred thousand times. I've only made eight dollars. That would be that would truly be stupid. Anyways, uh, back to the vlogging. I don't want to be around vloggers. I wouldn't want to go to TwitchCon, right? So that's that's another thing. I want to hang out with my Twitch friends. And it kind of blows my mind that so many people are so interested. I've been to a lot of conventions. Skateboarding conventions. Uh, I work security, so I did a lot of security for conventions. And uh, they're boring as fuck. Like, there's nothing interesting to do. I'm going to go there to, to what? To meet to meet uh, a Twitch... Like, let's say you're a humongous Twitch streamer. For, for whatever that means. I get it. They're like celebrities now. But, like, if I saw... Amaranth is like the number one Twitch streamer, and I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. If I saw Amaranth walking down the street with a crowd of people, I'd be like, oh, okay, there's that chick from Twitch. I I can't imagine going, oh my fuck, can I get a picture? Can I can I take an autograph? Can I can can I can I buy you a beer? I feel like I I just don't have that in me. Maybe for like UFC fighters or something, but for Twitch streamers, I don't think I have that in me. So the purpose of being there, like, there's no. There's no risk of being starstruck, so it seems like just a big waste of time. I don't know. I think people go there to collab, and I think another part of it is so that, let's say that you're a streamer and you've never met your mods, and the mods are super like into Twitch. You could you could invite all your mods out to Las Vegas, go out to a nice dinner. Like I like that idea, turning it into like a business thing. But um, as far as TwitchCon, I don't know why I would go. By the way, if you know anyone who's going to TwitchCon and they need recommendations for like good places for food or tourist things to do. I, I live here. Also, I know, I know, a, I know where to find every drug and I'll just be like, I'll, I'll take a little piece of the pie in the middle, a little, little finder's fee. So tell all your friends about me. If you're on Twitch, tell your friends that I live in Las Vegas and, uh, there's, there's no, no price too big or too small. <laughs> Anyways, um, I had a question. I started to watch this documentary a couple of days ago. Uh, I'm lying. Last night. And it was about finding the missing link. You know, the link between uh, monkeys and humans in some cave. And they said they found some monkeys that were the first known species to actively bury their dead. Because a lot of uh, animals don't bury their dead. They just they just die and then they just move on. So not only do they bury their dead, they bury them deep as fuck in this cave. Deep as fuck in this cave. So they're saying that these uh, these monkeys were burying each other two hundred and fifty thousand years ago. Okay, I don't care about I don't care about how the timeline goes. They're like a mile inside this cave. And they're climbing up, climbing down. Some parts of the cave you can barely fit in, right? They're very small crevices where you have to like squish your way in. They need ropes and shit to climb up and then climb down. And my question is, how are they How are they able to see? Either they have magical night vision or the theory is that they're coming in, they're building a series of small fires. Okay, maybe they're building a series of small fires. Two things. First off, you're building a series of small fires for a mile while going up and down skinny little crevices. 
how are you gonna able, how are you gonna be able to bring that much fuel right let's say their fuel is like little pieces of sticks how are they able to bring that much fuel uh to go a mile and then um, and still have enough to get back and still have enough to break ground once you're in there and bury bury something bury a dead relative and you're dragging your your relative through the cave so that's going to make it even more treacherous and slow i don't know if you've ever tried to drag like a drunk person it's hard it's hard to drag a drunk person from one couch to the other couch let alone going up a mountain down a mountain with no safety gear and no lights i think um i think it's pretty gnarly um also the other thing when you're in a cave and correct me if i'm wrong fire eats oxygen so if you're going to be deep in this cave in these very skinny crevices and these small rooms and you're lighting nothing but fires from the beginning of the cave all the way to the end of the cave are you not going to run out of oxygen i feel like that's got to be a thing and when i turned this documentary off i didn't get to finish it they were they were pretending to light small fire after small fire after small fire so they could pretend what it would be like to be one of these monkeys but they only did it for the first couple of rooms and they only did it with a handful of like you know sticks and shit they made maybe three little mini fires when if they were really doing this it would have been 30 fires 30 separate fires all eating oxygen i don't know i remember i watched (laughs) this is the redneck in me i watched an old episode of Moonshiners where it's it's like this show where these guys try and make liquor and sell it, you know, without having to pay taxes, right? They do it all over the, the Midwest, Appalachia, whatever. I don't know if that's like where Cajuns hang out, whatever. In the middle of this fucking forest, you got people trying to make their own alcohol out of corn and shit. So uh, I had one where these guys tried to do that by hiding their equipment in a cave. They lit up their equipment and immediately started running out of oxygen. They were like, and they were only 20 feet in the cave. And the cave was much bigger than the ones I've seen in this documentary. Uh, to be fair, you know, turning your propane on on super high blast is going to be a lot more firepower than, you know, a couple of sticks. But still, but still, I feel like the theory with these monkeys, I, I don't know if I buy it. We can figure that out another time. I'm sure there's some smarter people than me in the chat who can maybe explain what's going on uh i think the documentary is called like the 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 craziest cave i don't un undiscovered caves or something fuck i don't know man i watched uh several movies this week i wanted to give you guys some movie recommendations all three of these are on netflix the first one i watched was velvet buzzsaw i think i've watched this one before Velvet Buzzsaw is kind of like a mystery. Then it kind of turns into like a horror. And then it has like these final destination vibes. So if you like that style, if you like final destination mixed with like mystery, horror, thriller, uh, impending danger, if you like that, I would recommend Velvet Buzzsaw. I'm not going to give away the plot because that's for you to find out. If you like that style of movie, definitely check it out. Another one I watched was called Vivarium. Vivarium was a really slow-paced thriller, like slow build, mystery. You're trying to figure out what's going on the whole time. It's also kind of like, kind of a horror movie, but no one, there's no, there's no like huge violence. 
it really builds up your anxiety. Vivarium. And when the movie's over, I feel like it's very clever in this way. If I watch this movie, Vivarium, and you watch it, and you watch it, and you watch it, all four of us might interpret what was going on the whole the whole time. We might all interpret it differently. One person might think, oh shit, maybe it was a religious thing. One person might go, oh fuck aliens. One person might go, oh fuck monsters. One person might go, oh, was the whole thing a drug trip? And I think that's... I think that's really interesting of a movie, you know, as opposed to we're talking about Shawshank Redemption earlier, right? Shawshank Redemption doesn't really leave anything open. Shawshank could have ended, could have ended their movie right when uh, the guy escapes from prison and not given you any, like, any closure. But then at the end, you know, the, the, two, the two friends reunite and you go, ah, what a nice movie. Well, sometimes that's fine. Sometimes, sometimes it's, sometimes it's nice to leave it open. Open for interpretation. So, uh, Vivarium. Very cool. Uh, last night I watched a movie called Annihilation. Now, I should have known. Uh, women, women in the chat room, earmuffs, please. Movies where the whole cast is all women always suck. It's always terrible. Now, I watched this movie thinking it was about some fucking army veteran going into some uh, alien takeover, you know, I thought it was gonna be like Stranger Things, turns out, the guy that was in the trailer, that fool's dead, so all we got is four women, four ladies in the army, uh, backpacking around with fucking, you know, 50 pounds of, of guns and gear on them, fighting ancient monsters, or like, genetically modified monsters, and you're like, okay, dude, I, I don't know, like, the action, uh, also, kind of kind of sil- similar to Vivarium in the idea, like, you don't ever really find out, you don't ever find out what's going on. You could interpret it differently than me. But it's one of those ones where it's like, you made it, you know when you can feel like someone's making something edgy just for the sake of, oh, I ran out of ideas. Okay, cool. I ran out of ideas. Um, <laughs> what's that movie where uh, it starts off, you feel like you're watching like a Western or something? And then, like, halfway through, it turns into a vampire movie. I think Selma Hyatt's in it. Did I say the name right? Anyways. I, I watched that movie, and halfway through, I go, fuck, what? what is, this is two movies. Dusk Till Dawn, thank you. I, want, I think that's cheap writing. I know a lot of you guys love that movie. I feel like that's cheap writing. Like, you, you got halfway through a movie, and you're like, wait a minute. Let's make it stupid. I feel the same way about Blazing Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles until it gets to the end. And then they're doing, like, a chase scene through Hollywood. Like, it started off as a country, like, a country movie of, with comedy. And then at the end, it's a modern movie about Hollywood. And you're like, ugh. I was just getting the hang of this. Okay, don't like that. So, anyways, avoid Annihilation. Out of those three, Vivarium, pretty interesting. Kind of seems like a low-budget film. But I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Uh, very slow. So it's it's fine to have your cell phone out. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, if you like Final Destination, pretty cool. Has a really interesting, like, uh, it has a very interesting climax, which, you know, I also have a very interesting climax. I shit my pants and cum at the same time. I call it a mud pie. Anyways, that's, uh, that's all I got for the podcast. Uh, we made it about... 34 minutes that's not bad i thought with such such a small group of topics 
didn't think we'd make it that long. I really stretched that YouTube topic out. Can I get a oh hell yeah? Can I get a oh hell yeah from everybody in the chat? I want to thank everybody for tuning in live. We do this podcast live, live, right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Also, if you missed the first half of the podcast, you can always catch the rerun. It comes out on Sunday, comes out early in the morning on Sunday, just in time for you to drive to work and listen to it. I appreciate everyone who donated money today and subscribed. Shout out to Alpi, Alpi91. It's his fourth, 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 number fourth time subscribing. Thank you for that. I appreciate the support. Shout out to Late Bloomer, Mr. Defo, Day Day, iBook Boy, Meatball Head, On Average, True, Mob and Waffle, Spider-Man, Paul Miranda, Day Day, Seventh Right. I appreciate you guys being here. Oh yeah, the podcast comes out on YouTube, on iTunes, on Podbean, on Spotify, on Podcast App. It's everywhere. If you have iTunes, go in there and leave a review. Give me a five stars. Also, if you want to support the podcast, you can always send me money. That's always good. Maybe you don't have any money. That's fine. I don't have any either. Here's what you can do that will make us both happy. Go tell a friend about the podcast. Go tell a family member about the podcast. Go tell a stranger. Shout it from the rooftops. Tell them about the gospel of Ninja Lifestyle. Again, I appreciate all you guys for being here. And as I always say, don't drink too much and don't drink too little. Go read my Jankum interview. Hopefully they don't make me look stupid.